So in today's podcast, I want to talk about building conversations when you are talking to someone in a consulting firm. Let's assume you're trying to network with someone. You've, you've set up this wonderful call after much heartache of trying to connect with someone. It was a long process and someone, an associate principal in McKinsey, San Francisco, has agreed to talk to you. You're really excited and you want to sound impressive and intelligent and you you spend a lot of time, you spend a whole evening at Starbucks writing down a list of five or six dazzling questions to just blow our mind away and you're so excited and you're so prepared and come Saturday morning she's got 20 minutes but she says you know what Hector uh, I've only got 20 minutes but please feel free to ask me any questions you want and let's just have a discussion about it and I'll help you as much as I can and you just go through your five questions right and you're so proud of yourself because you can see that you know she's had to think about your questions um, she's responded to them very carefully and you give yourself a pat on your back now I would say that's a failed call And I'll tell you it's a failed call because of the following reason. Look at it from the person's perspective to whom you are speaking. Let's assume I am the she. I am the lady who is the associate principal from San Francisco. How would I look at it, right? So let's assume you you gave me the first question, right? I, I, I responded to the first question and I thought the first question was good. You know, because you spend a lot of time thinking through these questions, they're actually very good questions. I, you, 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 you started off with this excellent question about how someone with your profile who has worked in government as assistant to the mayor there's not a lot of precedent you know how would that kind of person transition in is it an experienced hire um, uh, or is it a uh, seen as an you know um, undergraduate hire whatever it is so she was very happy with the question she, she told you so and she responded to it and she gave you quite a long feedback because she works in the public sector practice so she could speak quite eloquently about the topic then you had another question about uh, the work done in the New York office because um, that's the other region you were considering uh, because um, it's close to DC and you thought you could build you know financial services uh, get exposed to financial services work because that's the kind of work you were doing when you were the assistant to the mayor's office but it's also close to DC so you could kind of leverage both backgrounds and again a very good question no one would ever say those were bad questions so she responds to it but she's a bit surprised that the kind of interesting tidbits that she gave you in the first question you didn't build on you didn't acknowledge it you didn't do anything with it you just went to an unrelated question and then your third question again very good question but unrelated to the first and second questions you wanted to know uh, what it was like uh, for her to start off in the pharmaceutical practice because that's where she started off according to her resume again she the question you asked about the pharmaceutical work showed you had read her profile you had li- you had read some of the research reports she's put out so she was quite impressed but again she was surprised because in the first question you didn't build on what she had already said in the second question you did the same thing in the third question it looks like the same thing and after a while but the third question she kind of realizes that you're not actually paying attention to what she's doing or what she's saying but you're simply going through a list of questions you've developed now that is why these kind of things fail and this is why these kind of conversations end up being a total bust I have, had a, I have a very nice candidate. Well, I've got many nice candidates, right, that we work with clients all over the world. But I have a very nice guy from California, PhD, and um, I think he's aeronautical engineering. I, I don't know, in aeronautical and mechanical engineering. I can't remember it exactly. He's got a very nice accent. I think he speaks very well. Um, very nice style of engaging, I think. Maybe it's the California thing, right? You know, they're just very laid back. But he's got a very nice style of engaging people. And we were doing a few mock calls, and the same thing happened with him. He had these set of 
questions and he just went through them. Boom, 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 boom. And I'd tell him something interesting in the mock call, but he wouldn't build on it. He wouldn't acknowledge it. He'd just go on to his next point. Now, this is what you need to do when you do these calls with people you don't know. You need to have one or two excellent launch questions, right? Excellent launch questions to launch the conversation. You need to l start with these questions, open with the questions. You need to thank her for the time, ask how much time she has, and just say, well, I'm you know, I have a few things to discuss. If it's okay with you, I'm just going to start, and we can see where this goes. You start with the first question. She will respond, or he will respond to your question by giving you an answer. Now, you have a choice. You can either go to your next question, which is not recommended, or you can listen to carefully to what they said and build on it. And that's what a conversation is. It's a, it's a dialogue. It's not a monologue. When you are simply going through your questions, it's actually a monologue. You're asking what you want and they're giving you what you want. But a conversation is you ask the first question, they respond to it, and based on what they say, you then take the key tidbits of information and you build on it. Let's assume when you asked her about, you know, transitioning in from the mayor's office where you were working on, I don't know, financial projections and coming into McKinsey's public public sector practice, she mentioned something along the lines of, you know what, uh, we had a few people that had, have similar backgrounds and they transitioned in. Rather than going to your next question about New York, maybe you can ask her, you know, do you mind telling me more about those people, uh, what kind of work they did and uh, so on. So you build on the first question. That's the way you have a conversation. You don't just go boom, 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 you know, through all your questions. You build on the first question, which gives you your second question, right? Her, resp you, her response to your second question, you build on that, which gives you your third question. So this is what you've got to do. When you have a conversation with someone, you should have one or two opening questions, right? Then you should have three or four objectives or messages you want to deliver. Now, let's, uh, now let's, just, let's go back to this example. Let's assume the three or four messages you want to deliver to is that, look, I worked in the mayor's office, but I did hardcore statistical analysis. I wasn't doing some basic modeling here or just collecting spreadsheets. Second, even though I was only 23, I managed a team of eight people. The third one, I managed very difficult situations. And the fourth one, well, let's just assume there's three objectives. Now, what you've got to do is you've got to have these one or two opening questions, right? And then you, based on a response to the first question, you've you got to develop your next question, building on a response to your first question. But as you either have a conversation with her or you craft your second question of her first response, you've got to find a way to deliver your message. For example, right? Let's let's play this out. Let's assume we're having the call. Let's assume her name is Sheila. And I say, you know, let's assume Sheila is talking about um, uh, how people with similar backgrounds as you had uh, joined McKinsey and have done fairly well. Now, my response to that would be, well, Sheila, thank you so much. That's actually very interesting information. I never knew that because I couldn't find it on the McKinsey website. And I'd make a joke along the lines of, well, I suppose, you know, you can't have everyone's profile on McKinsey. It's quite a large company. And then I'd say, well, you know, that's fascinating to me. And I wanted to know particularly, now, I've got quite a lot of quantitative experience because, for example, when I was with um, the mayor's office, I built the econometric um, models to forecast a job creation and also to work out um, job creation per sector aggregated up and so on you know do the people who who worked uh, who joined McKinsey in my background do they have similar backgrounds or were they more um, qualitative in their backgrounds you know and you know if if it was one or the either you know how did they progress and if it was a combination of you know how did people in my background progress so do you notice that what I did there 
I delivered one of the key messages I wanted to deliver, which is that I'm quantitative. But I didn't just deliver it from the middle of nowhere. I built it in and off the response she gave. And that's what you've got to do throughout. Your strategy will have to be an opening question, build on what she says, and then every time you get a chance to talk or ask a question that is directly related to what she's saying, you have to be able to clearly deliver one of your messages. Now, I have a candidate from France who calls this, a, you know, like a spin doctor. I hate that term. It's not a spin doctor, it's clear communication. Most people um, don't know how to communicate. Um, and they, they and I hate that term, it's not being a spin doctor. This is the way you communicate. This is communication. You need to respond to what the ca the person is telling you and you have to be very consistent about the messages you are delivering. In fact, you can't know what messages, if, if you have those three or four messages you want to deliver in the call, you can't know what those three or four messages are until you've properly rewritten your resume, which is in another podcast, and know what are the messages you want to deliver. But this is the way you're meant to run any call you have with people. This is the way to communicate, right? This is the way you have a conversation. You should always ask a few questions and build on what the person is saying. If the person can see you're building on what they're saying and you're thinking about it carefully, they know you're engaged in the conversation. Now, of course, there may be some people who are not going to be interested in you no matter what happens, but by and large, if you can do this in a conversation, you will come across well. And of course, if you want to post any comments, I'll be happy to respond to them. Thank you.